Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> Hello and welcome to In Universe. We talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And today we're talking about 2003's Daredevil. Yeah. Starring Ben Affleck. We, we, were, we were looking at the algorithm. And we're looking <laughs> at what everybody's uh, into right now. And like, you know what we need to jump on right this very moment? This is how we get on the cutting ben, edge. Ben Affleck's 2003 hit film, Daredevil. You see, now this is probably over by the time this comes out, let alone when we're recording it. But I know for a little while, Daredevil was trending like every day on Twitter. Like when? Like uh, when we compared to when we recorded this yesterday and the day before. Well, it was Daredevil trending about uh, him being all on the Marvel stuff, No yeah. Way Home or whatever. Yeah, and just when everybody was talking about like Moon Knight or or She Hulk, people were talking about oh Daredevil season four maybe, bunch uh, of photoshopped ones like that. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, everybody was talking about fucking Kamala Khan, and like, oh, look, she she's got different powers now and shit. No, oh, yeah, I didn't see that. But yeah, Daredevil was trending for like the past couple days. But by the time this comes out, and even maybe now while we're recording it, that's just not true anymore. Yeah. So, uh, look, which, uh, yeah, at a certain point, this could have been. Uh, on the cusp of what people wanted to hear about no because i don't think even then no, i checked yeah some of them were talking about daredevil 2003 what about daredevil 2003 just about it like on twitter they're like man what an underrated movie or etc it's, et it's not underrated i'll say that right now i just watched this movie it's rated aptly i believe uh, i don't know if that's fair i i I went through this movie with an open mind and I'm like, hey, I haven't seen this movie in ages. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to think it's dog shit out the gate or anything. And while I wouldn't call it dog shit, um, it's it's no like hidden gem. It's no like, oh, this is Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity. Was, yeah, I don't awful. know why Blade Trinity was the one I went to. It's not Blade the first Blade. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I guess that's what they mean by underrated, you know? It's considered maybe one of the worst 
comic book films of all time and it's oh not great yeah okay i could see that they're like oh this isn't dog shit it's middle of the pack exactly yeah okay that's fair enough then i i've always i've never really heard all too much like it was like a dog shit movie like no one talks about this like it's um ghost rider 2 yeah they do there are legitimately like a ton of youtube videos I think there's a pretty famous series by Cosmonaut Variety Hour where they talk about the worst comic book movies of all time. And Daredevil was like the second episode of that. Oh, well, I don't know if that's fair. I don't think this is one of the oh, worst no, I, comic book movies. We can get of into that time. in a little bit because uh, I love this movie. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, just, I think it's nostalgia goggles for you, man. Because well, I loved this movie at the time. Well, See, yeah, yeah, because you were a dumb kid, and you're, and then you're watching this movie, be like, "Fuck, this is a cool movie. Look at all these kid guys doing ninja flips and shit." <laughs> and then when you're older, you're like, "Yeah, that movie did rule when I was a kid. There were so many people doing ninja flips and shit." Yeah, there's a lot to like about this movie. I think uh, there's so overall to like the acting's about pretty movie. good. It, yeah, the acting, it, it, um. A bit I mean, of it Colin is, Farrell's cheesy. Yeah, a bit of it is for. over the top comic bookiness. Like um uh what's his name? Uh Kingfin. Michael Clark Duncan, uh, yeah, the late Michael Clark yeah, Duncan. Yeah, he he wasn't a bad actor or anything, but uh him screeching at the top of his lungs, picking up a guy and snapping his neck was it was over the top comic booky stuff, yeah. and that's all right. Yeah, no, it, it really like nobody watching this movie. I was like, uh, nobody's acting bad. No, there was oh. Ben Affleck acting blind. Yeah, was I was just bad. gonna say, maybe the weakest actor in the movie, which is saying something because he's also its star, is Ben Affleck. Yeah, he's no. probably doing just like the worst job. No, that priest who was there i for <laughs> for like nothing at all i he like he seemed to like try to be like he's like here and he's like oh i'm caring for you didn't believe he was a priest for a second <laughs> the guy who has a really weird accent yeah or, so yeah let's so, talk about yeah, we watched this movie yeah, last night we watched this movie last night and we were fucking grasping at straws for a topic <laughs> this week and adam's like hey i know daredevil 2003 is on youtube that's something easy we could just like watch real fast and talk about i'm like yeah fuck it let's do it um and then we tried to do uh when we watch stuff we do like a watch party website thing yeah when, when we're we not can't just hanging be out hanging out in the same room we'll do like a like a screen sharing website kind of thing. yeah and um it, it works by making its own like virtual digital browser right. type thing and then we both see that, but I guess whatever um, company, oh, company's probably a strong, whoever yeah, this site's running through. Yeah, whoever's running this site, um, I guess is Arabic. So um, it's going through the Arabic network and everything. So uh, it, it's like when you like open it up and you click English, it's clearly translating from arabic because it was like from right to left and then when we went on to the youtube to try to find it 
Um, we didn't find the one that YouTube was posting. Uh, we did, like we just found one, a full length version of the movie on you. <laughs> like, ah, oh, screw it, we'll do it. And then the movie's credits take like a solid five six, minutes, five yeah. minutes, and until like six minutes in, we didn't, we, we haven't heard anybody talking English. or anything. And then the priest starts talking, and like, is he speaking English? And we couldn't tell until. Matt Murdock started talking and it's in it we realize it's in Hindi. And like, <laughs> oh fuck. So we spent a good bit longer trying to refine it in English. We did had to watch those same five minutes again. And we did uh, the priest. And then we heard like, the priest. They're like, is he speaking? Well, in I English? think he's supposed to be Irish, which yeah. there's a lot of Irish people in this. He's he's saying Matthew. He's saying but, Matthew, but he's got like an Irish accent. So he's going, Matthew, Matthew. Not even, there's no, yeah, Yeah. there's like no, it's Matthew, Matthew. And it Uh, sounds heaps like it's not in English. Yeah, it sounds heaps like he's not speaking English. But he was, and we found the movie, and we Uh, got to watch. uh, Not only did we watch this film, we watched uh, the director's cut, which adds an additional 30 minutes of cut uh yeah we started this movie up and i saw that the at the runtime was two hours and 13 minutes i'm like oh fuck i gotta spend the next two hours of my life sitting here watching this sounds like so much goddamn work but uh, look uh we put the work in uh and we did it we we Uh, did it for you Look, there's a lot of talk about director's cuts these days. Your your Donner cuts, your Snyder cuts, your et cetera's, et cetera's. Um, this is a movie that did not need a director's cut. Um, well, I can't say too much on that because I don't remember the original cut. So even though there's heaps of this movie where I look at it, I'm like, hmm, maybe that doesn't need to be in the movie. Uh, it might have just been. So I, I, I don't know the difference between the two cuts. Um, I've seen this movie uh, counting yesterday, I guess, like 21, 20 something, over 20 times. Uh, but for the most part, <laughs> I, like, I like you counting yesterday. Because well, I'm pretty sure it's, it's 20. Well, yeah, it was, it, it was, it's over 20. But even if you did it, if you well, didn't no, I mean, count yesterday, you could have sure been over 20. It was 20 exactly. And then yesterday would have been 21. But just in case I'm wrong, I'm going to add in a little bit of just like, hey, it's a disclaimer, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, someone's going to go back and contact your dad and be like, how many times did you watch Daredevil <laughs> 2003 with your boy? So, uh, yeah, when this movie came out, I was three years old. Um, and my dad took me to see it when I was three years old in the theater opening night. Uh, and I loved it i couldn't get enough daredevil 2003 we went back to that same theater and watched it again like so many times just in that first week that it came out and then um i've seen it just countless times from three to like 10 years old uh and then i've still watched it uh yesterday <laughs> and it, this it's being, not great but yeah I like this it. being the movie you do that for is a wild choice <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not a great movie look i know that i know it's it's pretty bad but i quite like it 
Yeah, look, we we had a lot of fun watching it. Uh, we were talking mad shit. My <laughs> biggest problem in this movie, why does it exist in a Marvel universe where gravity is turned down by yeah. like a solid 50%? Everything is so fucking floaty in this movie. Everybody's like, so floating. It's so easy to toss people around. Yeah, like I understand when you're doing that, when it's like, oh, they're doing little flips and is showing how graceful they are in the air or whatever but then there'll be like a scene where fucking kingpin will grab daredevil and huck him across the room and daredevil spins around in the air heaps of time like a fucking frisbee <laughs> and it takes him a solid five seconds to slam against the wall on the other side of the room <laughs> um but yeah let's I like this movie, but I like this movie for uh, specific reasons in that yeah, it's a nostalgic movie for me, and mm-hmm. I really like Daredevil. Um, as somebody who has neither of those, like you like Daredevil, but he's not by no yeah, means. Yeah, no, I, I, I like Daredevil. Um, as someone who I would consider myself a Daredevil fan, um, look, this movie was fine. I don't know how great of a Daredevil movie this actually was, though. <laughs> like, um, there's a lot of stuff I like about the character of Matthew Murdoch that uh, just doesn't come across in this movie. One thing I do like, uh, his relationship with his father. I thought that yeah. was done pretty well, even though the kid actor... Is he a was, he was a, he I mean, was he's a, a, kid. a kid actor, but um, they I, I thought they got a pretty good Jack Murdoch and they had some pretty good moments with like it really made you feel for like Spider Man. No, it really made <laughs> you feel for Matt um, and understand why he did this. Uh, one thing I was very surprised about that, even though it has that this isn't really an origin movie for daredevil no, like yeah. it, it shows how he got his powers and but like it's not like oh i'm doing this uh for my dad i need to get trained by a ninja Stick or anything yeah, yeah. presumably this is a, a situation where he was never trained by the hand there's no real yeah there's suggestion of it or the yeah chase, I, yeah i, I have no idea part. what's going on um another thing about translating daredevil well that's the good parts of translating daredevil that i think they did well was uh his whole father uh origin story um but other than that like he didn't seem like he was that good of an actual lawyer like the only thing he was good at was telling if people were lying and like it was clear him and foggy used that he's blind as like sympathy card yeah like like daredevil in the comics is a really good lawyer and on top of that he can tell if people are lying right like this tv show he's still quite a good lawyer yeah and this it seemed like they did their he's a decent lawyer or whatever because he can tell that people are like um uh another thing um daredevil's real happy to just kill it he murders a lot yeah until Until the the end end. when you're like okay here's the murder that you're justified for (laughs) and he's like no i'm not the bad guy well yeah they do this thing that happens in a lot of it happens i'd say more in video games but uh Mm -hmm. it's this i 
sort of ludo narrative dissonance kind of idea where throughout the game or in this case the movie he's killing people whenever he really can like yeah. he kills casada he kills people he fought like it just happens and he doesn't really care but then at the end for sort of a thematic moment they're like no killing's wrong it's like well then why did you do it all those other times yeah no it's it, it was like you see it a lot in like the uncharted games that happens several times mm-hmm. where it's like Nathan Drake doesn't want to murder the main antagonist, even though you shoot through wave after wave of that guy's goons. Yeah, no, that it's a weird thing. One game, uh, I'm just that I thought did that, like it kind of touched on the idea of that trope, was um, the campaign for Battlefront Two. Okay. which for the most part i i didn't care all that much about it It was pretty cliche but there's a luke skywalker level in that where you're just you're just tr- fucking slicing through stormtroopers like it's no problem and everything and then you come up on a stormtrooper guy who's like uh, he's a part of the empire and he's trapped and like he's like all right you just like go ahead just kill me or whatever and then luke helps him and he gets out from being trapped and he's like oh why are uh, why were you okay with just killing all of them out there and uh, like are many different and luke's like well because you gave me the choice and i was like oh that's a cool way of doing that yeah like for one i just think that was a really great representation of luke skywalker's character but for two i was like like i've noticed that sort of thing before where it's like oh it's weird that they put different levels of worthiness on human lives Yeah. yeah but that uh because they in the game they come at you they start shooting at you you're you, you you go and you start slicing them up. To be fair, Luke Skywalker is a good deal more powerful. If he really wanted to, he could just like force their guns away and then be like, "Hey, I get it. You guys are trapped." Yeah, with <laughs> Luke Sky. Yeah, but uh, that's why I think it got his character pretty well. Luke Skywalker isn't against killing; like he will kill and he will fight a war. But if like someone just surrenders, he's gonna let them live. Like. He's not the kind of guy to be like, oh, no, you're going to stab me in the back later. Yeah. It's just that he knows that people are, like, being basically forced to be stormtroopers. Yeah, he could He could have, I guess, yeah, he could have been like, hey, put down your weapons yeah, and run. Yeah, drop uh, your and weapons I won't and I'll let you, you live. And look, there's stormtroopers and it's a video game, so they probably would be like, no, and then they yeah. shoot him anyway. Yeah, they're like, and for then the I guess at that point, whatever. But also, like, like he is just so much stronger than them. He could just be like, "Nope, yoink your guns away." All right, now surrender, or like you're gonna have to come over and just try to punch me, and that's on you. <laughs> yeah, well, I I guess because he's uh, he's like not all of them. Was, that's a big thing about stormtroopers. It changes later on in the newer movies, but stormtroopers they swapped over because they're not forced they're based off loyalty to the empire they're choosing to do this same so he's like they're choosing to come out here and attack me they've already made their choice yeah and then that guy i guess that guy could make that choice but since he had the opportunity luke's like i'll give you a second chance at this it just seems it's still like it's a good point and more games should do that kind of thing but it's still like well you could do more. Yeah, no, that's fair. It, it's just that 
we were talking about how they're like it's weird to ignore that's yes. the different levels of worthiness and smashing yeah. your mic yeah no i so do funny. it's it's if, if you guys keep hearing that i'm sorry uh I, I don't know what's different this time, but I think my microphone's in a slightly different position and I keep slapping the shit out of it. <laughs> I keep hearing it and I'm like, well, I guess I could chat it. No, he's in the middle of him talking. Yeah, look, we're calling we're calling it out. I'm I'm sorry for that. Uh, but anyway, Daredevil. Yeah, that's that's a weird thing yeah, in this movie. That he, he just he beats up and like kills so many people without even really thinking about it. Um, another thing that we talked about, um, and I liked the beat that came out was, uh, when he first starts talking to Elektra, I'm like, oh, it's nice to see Daredevil strike out. And he's not just like a God of sex that any, <laughs> all women want him at all times. But it, you brought up the good point where you're like, well, usually Daredevil is like super charismatic, but Ben Affleck in this movie yeah. is a creep. <laughs> he's, he's, he's real skeevy feeling throughout this yeah. film. Normally Matt Murdock in the comics or even in the TV show is a relatively charming guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's disarming, he's funny and he's blind. So it helps um here he's just a weirdo he's just like hey what's your name oh you don't want to tell me i'm gonna follow you out of this restaurant, yeah and they're doing a weird arm. little dance fight in the middle of this park have a bunch of children cheer us on while i probably have a raging erection well that's the, right now the children never cheer them on they're just staring at them so strange. no they're, 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 like there's like reaction shots of like them one will do a flip and like whoa but yeah it's not they're not like fight 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 they're uh, mostly pretty silent doing like weird faces <laughs> my that's favorite is weird. that when it first begins there's this n- almost a close-up shot of a little girl on the swings and like a pink shirt oh yeah it's she's not a just close looking up. at them it, she's just it's like, not a close-up but she there's two little kids on the screen yeah. that take a a good portion a portion of the corner of the screen and yeah they're just awkwardly staring <laughs> like at side-eyeing it. yeah it's so funny it's pretty good um another thing that i thought was weird choice for daredevil was um how batman he was uh yeah. like daredevil is really the kind of guy who's like okay i i got this this small amount of supplies i'm gonna go out there and make the best of it and this he's got like a secret lair with multiple costumes yeah with multiple costumes multiple like baton yeah a baton that could just do basically anything he needs in the moment um, yeah and he's got like a weird automatic like this weird vampire tech coffin he sleeps in well they I, that is because because his senses are so heightened he needs the sensory deprivation tank to sleep yeah but he could have got one that you closed the lid like he, he could have got one that didn't he, look like a weird yeah, vampire he coffin. didn't need to be so fucking extra also and i mentioned this during the movie but whoever he contracted to make that for him <laughs> definitely thought he was making a bdsm sex dungeon oh yeah also, he's like i need a soundproof coffin and a soundproof secret room that opens up when i touch it where i could keep all these leathers and chains <laughs> yeah no uh, also it's pretty staple of of daredevil fiction or daredevil in general that here they're the poor ice cream trucks passing that's fine 
I can't hear it like at all. Oh, um, okay. I thought it was really loud. Uh, the Daredevil or Matt Murdock and Foggy Nelson are poor. Mm-hmm. They have like they're the business they do have because they're too good of lawyers to pick guilty people who are rich. They only support innocent people who tend to be poor. So they get paid in like fish and sports equipment or et cetera. Yeah. Who did he pay? What money did he get? Yeah, because that, that's what I brought this up during the movie that like, how could he afford all that? And you're like, oh, in the comics, he's a poor lawyer. But in the movie, in this movie, he's a rich one. But well, how presumably is, he's yeah, rich. Yeah. How is he a rich one? If for one, his dad was like rough poor for money. Shit, so yeah. he's not coming from family money. And for two, he's getting paid by like fish and sports equipment and shit like that. Right. So like how did he afford all of this shit how did he afford that i mean they don't even there's not even much tell of why his apartment is so nice yeah in in the show it's like he's got this really cool apartment it's like how do you afford this it's because it's got this blinding (laughs) billboard across the street that i think rules i would definitely live in there yeah i would live in there no problem but like everybody who's lived there is probably like wakes up and wants to shoot themselves because they can't (laughs) sleep at night oh yeah just getting blasted by like (laughs) pink light all night like there's studies that show different color lights have different effects i mean yeah no but like curtains are a thing yeah i'd be fine get (laughs) get curtains just put up a block of wood even (laughs) over that window you you take if you're gonna take a cheap apartment in new york yeah but this one he's got a fucking batman lair for an apartment and it's all cold metal like the even the place he sleeps is all like this fucking hospital-esque like sanitized cold metal he's got a little drawer it. just for his epsom salt to make him float yeah it's it's strange it is strange a lot of this movie doesn't feel all too much daredevil to me especially and well, foggy nelson foggy nelson john favreau. yeah well john favreau i think it's mostly the writing on foggy yes. nelson because john favreau is fine and when they have like chemistry moments it's it's good um but they made him seem like an asshole he's like one of my favorite side characters in yeah. comics because he's, he's like a little fucking annoying, charming yeah. teddy bear of a man and like in this he's like like we've said we were saying it multiple times they don't seem like they like no, each other i think i can count uh that i think there's only one time even where it actually feels like they're friends. Yeah, it's that one time when he's like, oh man, Matt, I wish I could give you my eyes for just one night when he's looking at Electra and how pretty she is. Right. It's like, oh, that's like a nice that's just thing a nice. Say. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, the wait, wait. Yeah. But like the all the other times they're fucking bickering. Like he instead of getting get him, put yeah, mustard in his instead coffee. of getting uh fucking honey. honey, he's like, Oh, here's the mustard ass. Oh, no, what a yeah, funny he joke. Doesn't say that because <laughs> that'd be pretty obvious. <laughs> but yeah, it, even it, that's like one of the main things about getting the feel of Daredevil right is getting the feel of Foggy Nelson right. And this yeah. movie didn't do that. No. And Karen Page was just yeah, some blonde bimbo. She's, yeah, just their secretary. Which, look, in the comics, she's also their secretary. That's not the problem. But it's that she's just some random girl. Like, they yeah, have no she, chemistry. They don't yeah, talk to she, each other. It's weird that Wesley was a bigger deal in this movie than Karen Page yeah, was. because Karen Page is, like, traditionally his love interest. Yeah, it has, like... And- two of the most important things to ever happen in a daredevil comic mm-hmm. are because of her so like it's very weird that she just sort of exists for like two scenes and i think yeah, one yeah. of those i'm almost certain one of those scenes is a director's cut only scene <laughs> yeah no it's it, it's strange um another thing about daredevil that felt real not like daredevil to me is how much he cared about his branding like i like he puts on the daredevil costume (laughs) in memorabilia of his dad and remembrance and everything and i get that that's cool and then there's the whole like batman-esque be a symbol people could fear but then like in this like he definitely gave himself the name daredevil yeah because like you see him right he's 
presumably carrying around a little tank of gasoline that he could spray a big double D on the ground so someone might light it's it on fire. It's very much like the person who directed this film saw The Crow starring Brandon Lee, where The Crow does a it's, similar thing with a big crow. Yeah, this movie feels very much like the same kind of early 2000s crow film. Yeah, it's... This movie feels a whole lot like somebody saw The Crow and we're like, oh, that's perfect for a Daredevil movie. Yeah. And then just basically tried to do the same thing. And it doesn't work as well. Yeah. So um, I'm talking a lot Although, of shit on this movie. What Brandon are some things? Brandon Lee would have been a great Matt Murdock. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. He's um, very charismatic. He knows how to fight. What are some things, though, I liked about this movie? Oh, Bullseye! Bullseye, best part of this movie by far. Bullseye's <laughs> very goofy, but it's, all, it's Bullseye just on fucking purpose. rules. Colin Farrell, bring him He's back for the Irish. MCU. He's yeah. Very Irish. I, I love his introduction is him at the bar shooting darts. And I, I I say in the moment to Adam, I'm like, oh, if they really wanted me to think this was impressive, they would split the metal dart with a second dart. As and a then joke. Immediately after he goes and does it. I was like, yes. And that, that one's even stranger because he's hustling just some regular like British dad. Yeah. Like just then- some regular guy. And then, like, the guy, like, says some shit to him. I think he calls him an arsehole or whatever. Well, he makes fun of that he's Irish. Yeah, and and then he, like, takes out a little fucking paper clip and it bra- he straightens it and breaks it apart a couple of times and fucking hooks it real quick into the man's throat. Killing him. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets on a plane. There's a weird little PSA scene with Bullseye where... This is after 9-11. You think <laughs> airport security would have been better? Yeah, but... he takes out his little metal pen and puts it in the thing. Then and he, he takes out, out his wooden, wooden toothpick, toothpick, puts it in the bucket. But he's still got a big-ass metal fucking belt clip on. Rings, he's got piercings. rings all through on, piercings. And then the guy goes with the little wand because he sets off the machine. And then he's got another paper clip in his mouth. And it's... If he... If he put the toothpick in the why not box, put the paper? Why not clip? put the paper? You, you can do pick it up right after. They don't take They're it. They're not going to be like paper clips are a deadly weapon, sir. You must hand them over. Yeah, it's so dumb. And then he's on the plane with an old lady who's I, I'm pretty annoying, and then he flicks a peanut off the back of the chair in front of her directly into her throat killing cool. her. she dies and and then like the lady's like oh she's sleeping how sweet and he's like get me more peanuts um it, also there's a weird bit with bullseye where um he he's talking to kingpin and he goes i want a costume and then like it, it cuts away and you're like oh shit he's gonna look all cool in a costume and, he just and then it. he's wearing the same duster Which he was that, wearing before that's definitely a deleted scene that is added back to the director's cut because he doesn't get a costume throughout the rest of the movie. But if they filmed that and that was planned to be in the movie, why didn't he have a costume for the Because rest they had of the to film? re-edit it. They re-edited that back into the movie because at a certain point after they filmed it, they were like, 
no, this doesn't work. You look goofy in that costume. Yeah, so you take that bit out because he doesn't have a costume. Well, yeah, that's presumably why whoever edited it took took it out of the cut. And the director was like, now put it back. It's funny. Um, him standing. One thing that pissed me off during this film. So a big bit of this movie. So Electra's dad. Oh yeah, Electra's in this movie. She's the one who she gets uh, an evanescence. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that too. But Electra's dad is like a crime guy or whatever. Kind of. He's a he he's loosely and he related with the crimes. kingpin. Yeah. Um, and then so he. But that's uh, most people who own a company. Hey. <laughs> so bullseye goes after him to kill him and then he does it he's in the middle of the street having a fight with daredevil and he throws daredevil's baton yeah, daredevil throws his baton and, yeah and then catches he it. catches it throws it back and daredevil goes to leap to catch it but because the an motorcycle explosion, explodes at the exact and, right time and multiplies all the batons in his vision and he misses it and it kills uh uh her dad. father yeah but she's lying there she's looking up she's she definitely she seen definitely what happened seen what happened she definitely saw what happened she knows who's well, clearly she didn't direction. but she really should have there's a bit where she's like turned and she she's looking towards their direction and then she tracks the baton to where it goes she definitely saw what happened and she's like no daredevil it was you you, you dumb killed bitch. my father and then she yeah. goes in trains and the evanescence song plays yeah Wake no, me it, up. yeah she has a little evanescence song going on and she's doing little side thing oh one thing about that scene that i did think was pretty funny was so one of my favorite uh jokes in the show Barry is when, <laughs> <laughs> when he shoots at some guys through the window and he's kneeling down and like oh so it was someone either crouching or really short or extremely guy. short yeah. yeah and then because the Chechens are known to be a the short Bolivians. people. Bolivians, yeah. It was the Chechens they were attacking. We're known to be a short people they were playing. Uh, but no, I, I, I'd, I'd really love to see the forensics guys work on the crime scene where they try and figure out how the two guys <laughs> in, who were driving her dad died. But like, it was a- Ninja was, stars. Yeah, was it because- a- so he was driving a motorcycle then he stands on the motorcycle does like an arms wide out thing and then throws ninja stars while standing into their throat as he's driving the other way so they would be like yeah was it was it a tall fast well i don't know about 50 foot i said 15 oh you said 50 even that well no how big's a motorcycle like four feet high about 10 feet probably yeah, yeah whatever well, then he had but, his hands up so well yeah but he didn't have his like hands up feet. and then throw the ninja star he had his hands out like a jesus <laughs> type thing and then he went in and reached and threw the ninja star so they're like was that a really tall fast ninja well, run I, by you really necessarily know fast yeah or i guess you would think maybe he was standing in the street and unless he were coming unless they had one of those guys who are really good at like geometry angles that like, yeah. no, this guy had to be re- moving yeah unless they had like charlie from numbers that's a sick <laughs> numbers reference for anybody who nice knows what that dog. is uh it's a show where the fbi use math to solve crime 
No, but uh, yeah, that uh, that bullseye, very bullseye, bullseye fucking rules. All the weird little noise. He's, um, he's very moist. <laughs> yeah, he is weirdly moist, and he seems like he does most of. I get. I know you talk with your mouth, so this is a weird thing to say, but he seems like he does a lot of acting with his mouth. Well, and the weird movie. little noises. Or he'll yeah. Go like, <laughs> 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 it's, it's strange, but it's fun. He's clearly having a blast. Yeah, no, it's fun. Um, that's another thing. You talked about the Eminem sense in this movie. Nothing this about movie Daredevil has ever metal. screamed you know what kind of music this guy loves? New metal. Yeah. <laughs> this guy fucking loves new this metal. Movie loves this movie new loves metal. it so much. Like every 10 minutes, even he's got a new when, metal song. Even in the funeral for Electra's father, where you're like, oh no, this is like this isn't new metal. That was new metal. That was an <laughs> yeah, evanescent no, song. It was. I was like, oh look, a song that's in this movie that's not new metal. And then, like we listen for a bit more, and you're like, nah, this is evanescence. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this song has a beat drop <laughs> that goes directly into new metal. But luckily, hey, they didn't play they it cut that it off before it got to the new metal bit. So I guess that counts. So yeah, I, I guess that's all my complaints about how not Daredevil this Daredevil movie was. <laughs> it's a very similar thing I have with the m- movie Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Everybody, yeah. everybody fucking loved that movie when it came out. I, I went and watched it. I'm like, yeah, this is, well, maybe it's not a perfect one-to-one because that other Daredevil's not like, that great of a movie other than being a <laughs> but i was like yeah this is a good like psychological drama or whatever but it's kind of a shit joker movie yeah i mean it's just a it's a fine movie and it's it's just taxi driver and king of comedy like that's literally all it is so if you're comparing it to that it's far worse yeah but joaquin phoenix is a good actor so that's nice yeah but uh, when i watched that movie everybody was fucking losing their shit over i'm like it's whatever it's fine it was kind of lame it's a bad joker movie but this i think is a bad daredevil movie yeah for for all the other movies that came out at the time of the pre-mcu marvel superhero films i think this one got the character the worst i could see that uh spider-man got the character great um ghost rider is very different from the comics but i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing yeah but i guess if what you're saying is is how in line with the comics of an adaptation it is it's not that great blade fucking right out blade is very very different from the way blade was exist blade used to be british he used to have a green little outfit uh like he didn't look anything like wesley snipes or act anything like wesley snipes they changed blade in the comics because they okay. knew wesley snipes was yeah, well they did yeah they changed blade for the better then uh other than the outfits they got all the x-men pretty well yeah beforehand. I'd say so. uh fantastic four were great i love those movies we got to talk about yeah those, 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 those fantastic four is the most like 
accurate other than dr doom yeah of the heroes of straight from the page onto the comic of all those it, it rules it's so now, good yeah i love we, michael chiklis's thing yeah so he's good. the best michael chiklis by far the just thing. the best uh and a close second had, would have to be mr fantastic yeah I've, i don't remember the name of the actor for mr um, fantastic but he does a great yeah job. what's his uh he's in that doctor show um i, I don't know is don't he gray remember. from gray's anatomy <laughs> no um uh, John Chris Evans did a pretty He's good, pretty Johnny good Blaze. as Johnny Blaze. Um, it, it's sad Jessica to Alba's say, fine, but yeah, it, she it, can't she, be. She did a woman. good, yeah, she did a good job in the movie. She was a, her acting was good and everything. Invisible Woman is very plain Jane. She, I think they've gotten better the over time, the years. Yeah, at the time, she wasn't much of a character, but she was, as it went on, she became yeah, more and more. She was a very much. A blank, invisible wall of a character, um, but it, Jessica Alba did a pretty good job with what she was given in that. But I think out of all them, these this is the worst, probably the, adaptation, yeah, the worst adaptation of the character. Worse as in like like, yes, Blade is very very different, but it's good and that works. And yeah, in fact is what changed it. This yeah, this is different and bad. yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true. Full on. Um, <laughs> uh, we do we so <laughs> maybe we're in a minority of these, but those <laughs> movies we've mentioned, the pre MCU marvel movies we love those i love those (laughs) there's something about those movies that fucking they they rev our engines (laughs) (laughs) and and, uh, how much i would pay if i had one of my wish would be a crossover for all of those to have a big avengers like mcu marvel films i would lose my shit you got angley's hulk in there oh god they got sam raimi spider man they've there. been bringing back old movies in comic book form like batman 89 or mm-hmm. uh, they just did superman uh the donner superman but in comics forms i would absolutely destroy a comic series yeah, based in the pre mcu yeah. marvel universe oh, please give me that i would love that like they did for smallville season 10 i think season 11, 11. yeah season yeah. 11 right, give, give me uh, give me the prototype mcu the comic series i would love that so much that would be so good. imagine how good like i would if i could choose one i would pick like uh like a movie but filmed at the time if i was just getting a wish but imagine how good you're reading a ghost rider comic and ghost rider looks like nicholas cage uh, <laughs> and then he's driving out and he teams up with wesley snipes blade yeah that'd be cool ass it would it would rule oh my god somebody please do that um what are some other things about this movie oh it was it it was a nice scene um uh, stan lee in one of these movies again and one of the pre-mcu ones were because i i love the stan lee mcu cameos but when it was just the marvel like unconnected there was something it felt more special about them yeah it was it was special Uh, but uh so seeing one of those that i don't recall was pretty good he saved him it was kind of like a twist on his origin because they do change his origin his origin's quite different uh yeah. in this where in he's usually saving like an old man or woman and it's a truck that turns and like the whatever the, the truck's carrying in the back yeah, yeah, spray in his eyes and this it was on a construction site the forklift but, twist cuts the barrel 
slashes him anyway. But yeah, um, but yeah, there's in this Stanley's one, about Stanley's to about street. to step into the street, and little blind Matt Murdock puts his stick out and stops him. I'm like, oh, it's Stan Lee. That's cool. Yeah, it was. It was cool. Um, that reminds. I was thinking about this the whole time, and I brought it up. Um, there's a lot of actors in here who probably got their like, not their start because some of them are definitely in other things, but like an early. This is an er- yeah. This is an early thing for a lot of people. Like, um, off the top of my head, Ben Urich. Yeah, I can't think of anything John Favreau was in before this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I could I think be he wrong. did Wedding Singers. Uh, wedding Singers. But he, I don't think he was in that. He might have been. I don't remember. Or Wedding Crashers, one of those. The 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 Vince Vaughn flick. Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Wedding Singers. Sandler. Um, the Sandman. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of uh. There's the guy who plays Ben Urich. He's also Cipher in the Matrix, which came mm-hmm. out before this. He's also on The Sopranos, which is before this. The little bully kid who wants to beat up a blind kid at the very start is Tony Soprano's well, son. To be fair, to be fair. He was a bully before, before he, he was, was blind. blind. So and if he stopped after. now, he would then be an be, ableist. Yeah. He, he would be, be he'd be like, like I'm treating kid. you different because you're you have this disadvantage. Yeah. So good on that kid for still bullying that blind yeah. kid. Good on Anthony Soprano Jr. <laughs> who looks really weird in this because it's like dead. This came out in 2003, so it'd be dead set between like two different Sopranos seasons. Yeah, he took a, a break from that to go be in this. Mention it talking about uh Bully and young Matt Murdock. Um, you can definitely notice it far more with kid Matt Murdock. But what the fuck was up oh, with giving wig? him blood red yeah. hair? He had like, strange red velvet hair. Yeah, no, like I noticed it with young Matt Murdock, and then like throughout the movie, I'm like, does he still? have it and you're like nah he doesn't have it and then tell one uh scene has some lighting where you're like yeah he's got the yeah. red hair some, at a certain point you're like oh no it's he says just brown and then some lighting passes yeah that's what you told you, me yeah and then some lighting passes by and you're like, and i'm like no it's very very gross yeah red. it's 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 bad like i get that's his the color of his hair sometimes in comics that's because comics you don't translate you don't give harry osborne the red and black tiger stripes no matter how much live I would love that i would can't. kill for that if they reveal the mcu harry osborne and he has that i will be so happy <laughs> i mean i mean look this is not the episode for it but mcu harry osborne is almost certainly going to be timothy chalamet oh i could see that they're He's little that gross <laughs> goblin face and... yeah uh and him and tom, and tom walker tom walker tom, walker. tom holland <laughs> Who's Tom Walker? Uh, he's the host of um the podcast Big Soft Titty PNG. Oh, maybe yeah. Him and Demi Lardner. I, I don't listen to it, <laughs> but here's a free plug for you, Tom. Yeah, Walker. hey, I don't really <laughs> listen to it either, but it's on a network I do listen to. So oh, is I it on Sans Pants? Yeah, it's on. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but um, what were we talking about before <laughs> that? Tom Hollett. Hall- uh timothy uh, chalamet yeah him i guess him and tom holland are little pals i don't know if that's true i think they're enemies no they're not 
What the fuck? No, they 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 like know each other and like each other and what? Oh, uh, do they? I thought because yeah. I, I look, I don't really care, so I didn't look too into this, so I'm probably very wrong. But it, it seems heaps like he has a massive crush on Zendaya. Oh yeah, Zendaya no, I get, I get that. Dating. I get that same thing. But no, suppose they've hung out supposedly and uh looked into that's real it's, awkward. it's because i i looked into this for a specific reason okay and it's because uh so on the dune episode we we talk a little crap on timothy chalamet's performance and uh that night or the on the night after or whatever or whatever um i had a dream that timothy chalamet listened to our podcast <laughs> called the podcast and was really mad and he said he he was quitting the pot his like acting career or whatever so they were replacing him and dune tune with uh uh tom, tom holland. holland and then you adam called me very angry you said <laughs> this is exactly what i didn't want why did you say that stuff about <laughs> timothy chalamet i'm like i'm sorry i didn't I, know my actions have consequences i remember you texted me that day after you woke up and you were like, yeah, I was hesitant to because after the dream, it felt like you were genuinely mad at me in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I didn't text. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, so I, I was like, oh, so, I'm like, well, where did that come from? So I looked up Timothy Chalamet, Tom Holland to see if they've ever interacted and nothing I've seen before had. But I guess afterwards, I've seen like, there's like an interview for Dune where him and Zendaya are right yeah. there. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got to meet Tom Holland and they've hung out since and whatnot. But yeah, I, I could see what you mean. Uh, I I could very much see Timothy Chalamet. And Timothy Chalamet, if you're listening to this, I don't <laughs> want to offend don't you. Quit and don't, don't quit Dune. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it does seem like him slash you, Timothy Chalamet, do have a major crush on Zendaya and you're just jealous of tom holland it, it very much seems that way yeah i bet he uh, if that is the case i bet he's like if only dune came out sooner if only it wasn't in production hell for so long <laughs> if only i was spider-man <laughs> and that's tom why he's holland perfect for right. harry yeah, osborne yeah no i could see it <laughs> all right i think that'll just about do us for today uh that 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 was daredevil yeah that was daredevil 2003 by popular demand i do um uh, look it was a fine movie i had fun watching it with my best friend timothy chalamet Chalamet and tom holland (laughs) why am i not doing a podcast with them they're too busy you had to settle for me (laughs) all right um if 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 you're Timothy Chalamet and you want to get in contact to call us and yell, um, you can email us and then yeah. we'll send you our number. Yeah. <laughs> email us uh, at the atomic email at gmail.com. Uh, you can DM us on Twitter at Atomic Androids. Yeah, uh, or find us on Instagram at Atomic Android 2020. And hey, I know we don't really do this too much, but um, look, if you like listening to us for some reason and think any of your friends would enjoy it, ask them to check out the podcast. I want to be very um, uh, just honest right now. Word of mouth is probably like the biggest thing for getting a podcast to be listened to. Yeah. So if you think we're worth the words in your mouth, 
send them out there, please. Yeah, we'll take them. We'd appreciate that. Yeah, no, <laughs> that that do us really well. Um, um, but yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys uh, next week. Yeah, we'll see Bye. you guys later. Bye. Look at my cool little fucking cuffed spiked choker. Ooh, it, like it, imagining someone doing that in their 40s is sad. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.